All right, we're live. Hey. Hello. Yo. Ooh. Quick, quick cue for you boys. Uh, which Pokemon should I pick as my starter tonight? Oh, shit. I uh, Gen 4 I don't know what the options are. Gen? I actually don't remember. Is that the one with Piplup? I think this is the Piplup, Chimchar, and... Turtwig? Turtwig? Mm. I think that's that's my guess. So I always go a fire starter, but Piplup is the answer. Well, Piplup is what I did back in the day, so I've played a lot of Piplup. Yeah. Yeah, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup, so we were right. But then again, we're all wearing blue. Maybe that's a sign. I always wear blue, though. Oh. Every day you uh, only have blue shirts. That's it. I, I have blue. I have Power Ranger syndrome. That's all I can wear is the same color all the time. <laughs> it's a tragic tale, really. Medically known as Power Rangers syn- syndrome claims yep. another one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go Chimchar. I feel like I haven't done Chimchar. And we all agree not Turtwig, though, right? Turtwig I'm not going to shut. I'm not going to write off Turtwig. Like I don't that. hate I'm not Turtwig. Yeah, I don't hate any of them. I love all Pokemon equally. That's not true. That's not true. But yeah, I would I would have said Piplup if you hadn't already said you already did Piplup as a kid. So yeah, I did Piplup as a kid. <clears throat> I don't know. I am picking up Pearl because I played a uh, Diamond back in the day, so might as well get the other one. Let's see what I usually. I'm getting the dual pack because Reese and myself are here. Nice. Yep, makes sense. Which, but which one are you getting? Play it. Uh, I got Pearl as a kid, so I guess I'm gonna play Diamond this time. Okay. Nice. Because I ended up picking up Diamond because my roommates got. Uh, so I ended up picking Pearl as a kid because uh, my roommates had Diamond and they wanted the opposite one. Yeah, you so lost we'll the just... game of rock paper scissors and had to get the bad one. <laughs> well, because everyone knows <laughs> everyone likes diamonds more than pearls. Yeah, no. I f- every time there's always one that like outsells the other one significantly. Yeah, um, and it was Diamond that gen. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, there are blood diamonds. You ever hear of blood pearls? Well, that's because uh, the water from the sea washes them off. Oh, so they're cl- always but, clean. Wait, yeah, there you go. But what if they're around a wealthy woman's neck at, on Crime Alley and she gets shot? Well, then, they well, then that's Batman how you get a Batman. By Joe Chill? That's then, how you get Batmans. Yeah, those are Batman Bat- pearls. Those Batmans. are a little different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> what have you guys been up yeah. to in the last week? I had to bring Bagel to the vet this morning at like 4 a.m. Oh, oh God. God. He tore a ligament or something in his uh, in his shoulder, so he can no longer uh, walk on his front paws. Jesus. Yeah. What, how he, did you do that? We don't know. We legit don't know. He came in. He was fine. Uh, we tra- He came down here and slept. He was acting normal, but he seemed like he couldn't get comfortable. So he went upstairs uh, around bedtime and uh, Reese said he was acting weird. He was just standing in front of her, kind of like staring down at the ground. Was he doing kind like, of like, like, you know, when a dog is like wiping its butt on the carpet, but the reverse. No, of that. no. The inverse so, of that. What? No. Yeah. So it's kind of like rubbing its chin because its front paws don't work. But oh, its butt's oh. Here. oh, no, <laughs> not, like not a, quite like that. Like a wheelbarrow. Not quite like that. Uh, but he was like, he was like hunched over, like he was trying to take all the pressure off of his shoulders as much as possible. And he was mm-hmm. like, like letting out this like low, like, like painful meow. So, uh, oh God, Reese called me up at the very end of the stream. And like right after that, I ran up and, uh, 
I tried touched him to try to like see how he was and he growled at me. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. he doesn't do that. That's he's not feeling well. So we took him to the vet, an emergency vet, and they were like, yeah, he uh he like tore a muscle or he, he like he damaged his muscle. So like he it his uh front right is like super messed up and his front left also is pretty bad. Uh we don't know if it's from like someone bite like an animal biting him or if he just jumped too high and the impact just damaged him. I feel but, like uh, if, if it was an animal biting him, you would see marks on him. So I, so they, the vet's like, yeah, no, your cat's fur is so thick, like it won't, you won't see anything there unless mm. we either shave him completely, or we uh, just wait and see if like you see any discharge, like from just like a, a wound or an abscess. But it was mm. more likely just he strained himself too much. Yeah, both what's both like. arms makes me think maybe he like landed from really high up or something. Yeah, you know, kind of front and he falls first. He jumps around a lot. He jumps on fences all the time. So I'm assuming that's what it was. So sure. he's upstairs in our bedroom now. Um, we have to give him painkillers every twelve hours or so. Is he in like a cast and or like a wheelchair no, or something? No, okay. he's not in anything like that. He's just he's just lying around on the floor and he just drags himself where he can because he can't walk really well but he can walk a bit yeah sorry to hear that so yeah yeah so in the process though of that he has been hiding under the bed all day so i actually had to take apart the bed to get him out of the bed because he was hiding in the middle of it and uh i broke my toe no maybe not broke Wait, but what? uh yeah <laughs> oh, so god i Can we just slammed go back my to talking foot. about pokemon that was so much nicer yeah. <laughs> i yeah today sucks <laughs> today sucks good lord uh so it's not broken, but like my, my toenail is got like a big crack down it. Like it's, oh, and there's like blood. It's gonna, it's so God. <laughs> that thing's gonna no, come well, off. it's not going to come off, but like, there's definitely like a crack down it. Like, okay. Uh, if you pull on this, you will be doing irreparable damage. So don't do that. And there's some blood there. So, um, today's been great. I love today. Okay. Paul, do you have some like good news for us? Please. Our apartment is very clean right now, and it made me happy. Nice. Come home I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> get get well soon, John's household. Everyone in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got tickets to Anamanaguchi. Nice. I saw that. Exciting. Yeah. They, have, they yeah. put on a good show. I've seen them before, um, years and years ago. Uh, and then they announced they're doing the entire Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game soundtrack live in Ooh. concert. Um, yeah, that should like, be cool. I was like, hell yeah. Um, I was kicking myself the last time they came to San Francisco. It was with Hatsune Miku and I didn't go to that show. And I bet that would have been wild. Yeah, so yeah, that would have been neat. I have kicked myself ever since. So they, they came back and I'm like, I, you know, I love that soundtrack. This will be a real good time. Tickets were so cheap. It was like 25 bucks. Hell yeah. So I get to go see them late uh, January. And then cool. on top of that, I was lucky enough and finally procured an, an order for a switch OLED. Hey, congrats. Yay. Nice. It's still in this weird best buy limbo where it's like hey you're confirmed but we we we're working on the on your thing we're working on the order so i'm really hope they finish working on the order <laughs> um yeah and i had to get them to send it to uh a best buy in southern california because it, their own best buy is only doing like store pickup 
And the earliest they would do it is Monday. But on this weekend, we're driving down to my girlfriend's parents' place for like Thanksgiving week. And we're yeah. just gonna, I'm going to work out of the, down there. So I've had to pick a Best Buy down there. So wish me luck. Monday, I'll be picking up a Swoled and transferring all my data. Get swolled. <laughs> yeah. So that reminds me, I got a weird email last night from Best Buy saying they goofed up my order for the Pokemon 2-pack. I'll oh, deal with that right now. Yeah. Uh, well, while you're doing that, allow me to introduce the show. This is the top-down perspective for November 18th. Which is yeah. which means we are now less than a month away from that new Spider-Man movie coming out, and I am so hyped after that most recent trailer. Oh yeah, I didn't bother watching the. N- People keep talking about it on Twitter, and I keep just like scrolling past. I just don't want anything to do with it until I can see it. I'm I am quite Too hyped. hyped. I am hyped. Too hyped. Yep. yep. Um, please, please be good. Like they. <laughs> they have a lot of expectations to go up to, but if they hit it, this is going to be like literally a Spider-Verse level of like, that was a fantastic yeah. Spider-Man movie. Wow. So I'm just hoping. Yeah, I'm trying to kill my excitement for it, to be honest, because I'm going to set weird expectations otherwise. I mean, here's the worst case scenario. It's not good. I go home and I watch Spider-Verse. I have a great Spider-Man time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, by the way, am Sean Booker. I am Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, I'm going to skip John because he's busy emailing. Paul, what have you been playing? Oh, anything? Um, so, I mean, I'll talk a little bit about Halo with you when it's your turn here. But, okay. uh, but I guess the thing that I can bring to the table this week is I played that first soldier mobile shooter battle royale game that came out yesterday. <laughs> Wait, what game is this first? <laughs> the soldier? Final Fantasy one. Final Fantasy seven oh. battle royale. That came out. I didn't hear a single yeah. thing on Twitter. It is was it like a stealth drop this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's been eight. You've been able to download it all week, but the servers went live yesterday at some ungodly time that I wasn't able to play until nighttime anyway. Okay, so this is. It's PUBG. First it is literally PUBG mobile. So it takes place uh, in the Final Fantasy VII universe, right? When? Yeah, it, when does it happen in relation to seven? I think it's like thirty years or something before that, maybe more. Shinra is basically taking over, and you're playing as a soldier of Shinra against other. Shinra okay. soldiers it's it's hard to tell so it's weird because when you make your character or whatever it starts off the opening cutscene the bombing run cutscene from Final Fantasy 7 remake and okay. then it stops on cloud and then it does like a rewind thing where like a whole bunch of like events that you know happened or are like going from backwards clouds past well from the world yeah from those games or whatever and okay. then it just shows like I don't know, Shinra executives doing Shinra things and like having a meeting and like different buildings and like the soldiers forming. It's weird. <laughs> Honestly, it's like I'm looking at the uh, the average review score. It's got a 3.7 out of 5, which is higher than I would have assumed for it what? went up. It was 2.8 last night. Okay. Still, I yeah. if if you had just asked me like before this came out, what what kind of like average 
you know, player perception do you think this is going to be getting? I would say, well, it seems to be like a dirty cash grab in this it universe is. that is exci- that is exciting for the first time in, in years. It's going to have a very low score. This is significantly higher than I would have guessed. Yeah, um, it is very much. It feels like a Chinese knockoff of PUBG Mobile, which is hilarious in its own right for obvious reasons. Of And then on top of it, they just put characters that look kind of like they might be from a Final Fantasy universe, but like not, re- not really because you it's character creation stuff. So you just make a character that like wears those clothes and stuff basically and taking place in like some weird ripoff of Midgar. But then you realize, no, this is like an officially sanctioned product that they had like teaser trailers for and announcements for. And this is a Square Enix joint going on here. Hey, let's be honest, though. Square Enix does not give a shit about mobile ports of things with the Final Fantasy name on them. Totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were actually joking last night that it's like this isn't even the worst thing that Square Enix has put out on mobile and it's at least free. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. So like, do you get a buster sword? So, yeah. So, um, there are classes in this game. There's like, you can be, or I can't remember what they call them. Styles. I think the default one that you kind of do the tutorial with is warrior. So okay, you so, get a so sword. Is it more like I thought you were about to say then? Wario, not Warrior, and I got really <laughs> excited for a second there. Yeah, that's yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, sorry, what was that? Yeah, so since there's classes, would you say it's closer to like Apex then? Yeah, it's a definitely so. Yes, in a lot of the like new stuff Apex brings to Battle Royale, it does a lot of that, but it plays and looks like a bad PUBG, if okay. that means. or like. I guess more specifically, Garena Free Fire, that like the most popular game in the world that we never hear about because it's no popular one talks about, but every- it's just, yeah, this shadow juggernaut that's. Oh, no, consuming. people love it everywhere except North America. Yeah. We're the ones that are out on that one. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So it's that essentially. Um, there are different classes. Uh, the warrior one is the one you start off with as a tutorial sort of thing. There's also a mage class, a monk class, a ninja, and okay. monk class, so and a ranger. You, there's guns yeah, in this game, right? No, there's full melee combat, 100%. Yeah, and depending what class you pick, it will change how that melee works. So. The warrior's thing is big sweeping combos that do a lot of damage if you hit with them, like with your swords and whatnot, where the monk is fast punches and kicks and like a lot of moving around sort of thing. Right. But but isn't there is there not guns in this game? There are definitely guns in this game. Yeah. So 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 if you're a monk, you're bringing fists to a gunfight. No, everybody can pick up guns. Every single person can pick up. Oh, uh, yes. Gun. The monk way where he picks yeah. up the gun and shoots the guy. It's, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> There's like a lot of, you know, that moment in a, I don't know, like online, but local for sure, where you're with your buddies. You're like, OK, OK, we're doing slappers only. Like, fuck <laughs> oh, this yeah. sort of thing. Yep. Everybody just get in the middle. We're going to slap each other. And then that one asshole like Jim or whatever brings the. Or, uh, the just RP rocket 90. launches everyone. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So that happened a lot last night in some matches I was playing 
where a dude was obviously running towards me because he wanted to do a melee fight, and I just shot him in the head <laughs> as he was running towards me. That's the thing is, it's like because I have a gun. Exactly. <laughs> like, why would like, I not Why would you pick this? the monk class? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so they all have a perk ability. The monks is kind of cool, actually. It creates like a shield uh, okay. for your team or whatever. So I think that's the main thing. Um, but like in the grand scheme of things, the rangers is literally just in an area around you. You're going to identify every target. That includes other players. So if you're playing a game, yeah, if you're playing a game and you don't have a ranger, you don't want to win that match because that is a match winning thing when... You can see exactly where the enemy is in the last area. So it is also team based. This this is sounding very apex. It is three three on three. <laughs> yep. You have to drop together after the you like get out of the helicopter. You all jump together into an area, and it is very. People try to play it solo in teams because, of course, they do. They do in every battle royale. Yep. But um when you win it's because you stuck together as a team and used your different abilities properly to actually like have the advantage in the gunfight so yeah i mean honestly like i was ready to make fun of this game but i'm a big apex fan so another apex is like okay that's you're ringing the right bells for me so here's the thing is that this isn't a game made this isn't a battle royale game made for people that love final fantasy it's a made for people that like battle royale games that also like final fantasy on the side or whatever like with some of that those skins essentially and there are kind of skin you can buy the clothes that like Aerith wears or cloud and you can get the buster sword looking like skin and shit like that yeah Is Um, um, is there a battle pass there there is a main battle pass yeah but there's also battle pass like progression system for every class where you unlock more stuff through playing that class as well and kind of leveling it up um and you cannot have more than one of a class on a team so if like three of you go to like the warrior or whatever whoever gets first pick will just take that and then it'll automatically pick a different class for the other ones unless you want to change it you can change it at that point right but um that's that's apex as well for sure yeah so the the funny thing about this game is that it is ridiculous that it exists it's totally fine and competent if you want a battle royale on your phone which is a subsect of people that i don't usually talk to very much but it's one of those yeah um my last question is since they actually seem to care about some kind of lore in the final fantasy universe what is the like reason that all these people are fighting each other i think they're fighting for territory so this right now is season one called the rise of shinra and i ignored all of the text based (laughs) stuff that tells me story because i don't care but i'm sure there's like a little bit of something in there i will say another thing that this game adds it adds the materia system and it adds summons as well because this is final fantasy so okay there are materias you can upgrade the materials by collecting more of that same one there so like one of the main ones that everybody wants obviously is cure because it is a free heal <laughs> like sure. whenever yeah um and you have kind of like an mp gauge of i think nine or ten slots or whatever and every materia takes up a certain amount of mp and that kind of regenerates over time over the match uh just so you're not like 
using nothing but magic all the time. But that's where like the major sorcerer, whatever they call it, class comes in where you can empower your materia to do more or whatever. So yeah, there is like a magic thing in there. I haven't seen somebody actually use a summon in a match yet, but they show you how to do it in the tutorial. And it's hilarious. Just the idea of in the like last ring or whatever, in the last little area, summoning Ifrit, who just does his massive fire AOE damage and throws like molten shit around at your yeah, enemies. Well, I mean, I mean, that's also like an apex thing. Is hey, the ring gets close yeah. enough, I'm going to cause a meteor sh- shower right now, or I'm yeah, gonna, you know, I'm exactly. Gonna drop the, I'm going to use my alt. Sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, there is one more thing I should say. It has controller support and it works very well. So I don't. You don't have to use the on screen. I was playing on. I played about four or five hours worth last night wow. with a controller, and it was okay. it was pretty good. Uh, well, I some connection it. issues. Maybe I'll give there. that a try. I am still shocked that I did not hear a single thing about this coming out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I saw some things uh, on Twitter yesterday. That was it. Yeah, you can race chocobos because, of course, you can. Kind of has the Pokemon Go thing of you get an egg and then you incubate it and then. A chocobo comes out with different stats and you can change those stats by feeding it different greens and eggplants or whatever. And you can just breed battle royale. together. No, this is all like afterwards in the lobby or whatever. You can breed chocobos oh. and stuff like that. Right. But you can summon those chocobos in the battle royale to like move around yeah. at chocobo stations. Okay. Weird. So they're vehicles, essentially. Yeah, they are vehicles. Yeah, just straight up vehicles. Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right, John, you got a big list here. Yeah, uh, so I wasn't feeling well for the past week, so I had a, at least a stream cancel, so I spent a lot of time just kind of playing some games. Uh, let's get some of the smaller ones out of the way. I did a bunch of various arcade games because I just wanted to clear out a bunch of short games on my on my Switch. So I played sure. Magical Drop 2, which is a puzzle game where you uh, have to match up colors, uh, three or more pieces in a row vertically, and then any other pieces of the same color that are touching it pop as well. Uh, the more you pop and the more combos you have, you send more garbage over to your other opponents and force their screen down more. So it goes like that for a bit. I played a game similar to that as well called Money Puzzle Exchanger, which was the same kind of game except... Uh, Horizontal lines work too. And it was a money system where the bubbles you had were either like 1 yen, 5 yen, 10 yen, uh, 50 yen, or 100 yen, or 500. And you had to pair them up to make them into the next currency. So five ones would turn into one five. Uh, two fives would turn into a 10. You had to use that system to kind of combo things. And so it was basically adding math into a magical drop, which was interesting. But the AI was a little too good, so it took a while to get through that. Uh, Ninja Commando, just a weird, cheesy, uh, top-down shooter where you are a bunch of ninjas traveling through time to stop the Mars Corporation from taking over time. Uh, so you like you sure. go back in time and like f- fight robots in World War II. You go uh, fight robotic dinosaurs and cavemen and a bunch of other like random places like that. That was a fun, weird game. Uh, Cyberlip, which is a Contra-like game where you just shoot a bunch of robots. It's basically just Contra, but it also I think it's from like the Metal Slug team before they did Metal Slug. And what does uh, Cyberlip Robo- mean? 
Uh, literally, it is an, a character in the game. Uh, there's a robot AI that guards the planet that's gone haywire and it's sending a bunch of robots down to Earth to kind of wipe out humanity. So you have to go up and destroy the Cyberlip. Okay. And then you find out that the Cyberlip was just reprogrammed evilly and uh, you got to try to, you don't stop whoever did it. You literally just, just stop the Cyberlip and then you find out the people that have been telling you to go fight the Cyberlip were actually the aliens from another planet. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, you're doomed to Earth. Thanks. Thanks for doing our job for us. Okay. Uh, and Robot Army is just a weird beat em up where uh, two people get transferred into uh, robotic bodies and have to go fight a uh, dictator who's sending robots around the world to destroy them. It's That's a Neo Geo a- game, right? Yeah, same with Cyberlip. Those are well, actually, I think all those were Neo Geo games, all five. Were they? Yeah. Robot Army was the only one I had heard of before. <laughs> yeah, heard no, of it's Magic- not. It's not a very good beat em up. It's very stiff. Mm. I've heard of a Money Puzzle Exchanger. Yeah, that's a weird one, but like I said, it's fun. Uh, I also played Gakito Kintaro's Revenge. This was a Game Boy Advance game that got ported to a bunch of platforms, including the Switch. Uh, it's a one. It was originally one player, but now it's two player beat 'em up. Uh, that was honestly really impressive on the Game Boy Advance. Not not as much on modern day stuff, but uh, sure. just like a weird beat 'em up where you're a character from an old PS One beat 'em up called Gakito. And uh, you have to go find out why this town is suddenly like full of demons and ends up. It's like the main character you defeated in the original game came back. And it's just like this weird beat em up that, again, a little stiff at times. There's like a specific way you have to fight if you want to get damage in and not get uh, like a game over. But it was for what it was. It's all right. Okay. Uh Loadrunner Legacy, it's just the classic Loadrunner games, but done in a voxel style modern day game. So Loadrunner is you have to get all the money in the maze you're in, but there's enemy robots around you. So you can dig up the earth in front of you or behind you and you can trap enemies in the dirt. Or you have to dig tunnels out to get like the gold, but you cannot dig directly in front of you. It's angled down. So you have to like plan out the way you dig through stages to kind of beat it. There's been like load runner games since like the NES. Right. Uh, 80s overdrive, which is what I was playing just then. I just finished uh, just a racing game, like outrun just drive to the end. You're racing against other people. Uh, you can upgrade your car. You have to keep refueling your car, fixing any damage it takes. And you also have to outrun the cops while you're playing the game. It's just like a cheesy eighties arcade game. But the final boss stage sucks because all through the game, it's just drive against your opponents, and if you drive better, you win. The final secret boss of the game, his car is literally faster than yours. So the only way you can win is you get two turbo boosts for the entire race. You have to use one of them to get in front of him and then drunkenly drive for the rest of the race so he cannot pass you. You have to keep swerving back and forth on the map so that if he tries to pass you, he bumps into you and gets sent backwards. So I just managed to finish that at the beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Other than that, let's talk about games I'm sure Sean and Paul actually care about. Uh, I played Forza <laughs> I Horizon 5. Yeah. I'm surprised. I feel like you're not a big uh, Forza Horizon or Forza fan. And this this is my first Forza Horizon. Um, and I was nice. thinking about this because I played it on stream first. Uh, yeah, I think my last Forza game was Forza 2 or 1. Wow. Yeah, okay. I haven't played cool. two. I think or one. I think three was my first one. That may have been my first 360 game. I think it came with my, my 
Xbox. My 360 came with Forza 2 and Marvel Ultimate Alliance, so that's why I remember playing Forza, but I don't know how much of it I played. Sure. Yeah, that seems all right. The some cool some cool like set pieces in it so far. I like the the whole dropping out of the plane thing. I like at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the open what, world driving you, around finding the billboards and stuff. Are you and playing it on your Series X? Yes. Okay. Looks great, right? Yeah, it looks really good. I like all the, yeah. the rain effects and everything that's been on it. It's been nice to play, but like, wow, that's a lot of cars you have to unlock in that game. 564 or something like that? I mean, you don't have to unlock them. And in fact, the game will just, you can use any car you want for like any event. They'll just be like, this one's recommended. Or if you don't have the right kind of car, they'll be like, here, just buy one. And you can buy bad ones and then they'll make you play against bad, uh, you know, similar skilled or not skilled, I should say, similar tuned cars so like mm. it is totally just like hey we're, you're gonna have fun like don't even worry about just it. have fun yeah 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 i've been enjoying it so far i'm gonna keep playing that um i would be playing that right now if i wasn't playing 80s overdrive to wrap that up my favorite weather effect is uh the fog have you guys seen the fog yet i have not seen the fog i don't think so yeah for some reason like I, it's somewhat rare i only saw it like this week um but because wow, like okay. all the lights and everything glow and stuff and because you're at like, you know, big neon events, like it just looks so nice in the fog and whatnot, for sure. Um, it's such a cool game. I actually forgot to talk about it last week, but one of the things that was kind of interesting is uh, there's a point in the beginning where you drive through like a sandstorm or something yep. and the visibility is really low. And it gave me an instant PTSD moment of when I had to drive through a blizzard to my parents' house for Christmas. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and there was a moment where I was just like, oh, my God, like, I need to stop for a second because <laughs> that was way too real. That, that was a, just took me back to a bad moment. I think that explains why it felt so weird driving through that for me, too. That that must be what it was kind of invoking. Like, I feel uncomfortable and I can't think of why. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, didn't, but like, I didn't have that. <laughs> Surprisingly. <yeah. laughs> Lucky you. Um, I mean, you still yeah. have like the arrows on the ground, so it's not like you're like totally lost. Yeah, yeah. no, like it, I wasn't like in a ball on the floor crying. Like I just, <laughs> I just needed a second to like be like, oh, geez, that was fucked up. <laughs> that intro set piece is super fun. And then you like launch yourself into a race that's already happening. And like the announcers yeah, are just like, cool. this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very cool it's a good intro um yeah no john you should definitely keep playing it this is a really good one i just saw before we started going live xbox announced it had hit 10 million players and it's like the best <laughs> launch for an xbox game ever yeah which is insane insane to think about so this one's doing really good and it deserves it like it is a really fine-tuned racing game it is a lot of fun there and there's a lot in there and with it being your first one you're not gonna have any of the issues i had where it's kind of diminishing returns like it's all gonna be brand new for you so yeah i think i think you're gonna have a blast if you, if you keep playing it nice all right the last game on my list guardians of the galaxy the uh brand new release that came out i guess what it's been a couple weeks now at this point for that one I think it was early uh, October. I want to say it's been about a month. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a month-ish, I think. I actually just uh, picked this up today because... Um, it's on Xbox's, sale right now. Xbox's Black Friday sale went live, so it was like $39 or whatever, so... Yeah, there's a bunch of stores selling it for about the same price, too. That game is way better than I expected, honestly. Uh, been enjoying that. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing from everyone is... 
the sleeper hit out of nowhere. It has some weird quirks. It's it's a bit awkward at times. Uh, but like as someone who enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and liked the characters and their banter, this game yeah. has so much character banter and personality from that alone. Yeah, now now I'm remembering back to like kind of the podcast that we're talking about when it came out. I feel like the one downside people were saying is like, get ready for a lot of talking. They do not shut up. They do not. So yeah. if you don't like if you don't, here's the thing. If you didn't like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, don't even bother because it yeah. is that like it's the same banter, the same energy they have through that. Uh, it's all different actors doing all the characters, but they all basically have their personalities from the movies, which I guess was also from the comics. So like Rocket's super protective of Groot, everyone shits on Star Lord, uh, Drax doesn't get any jokes because he takes things super literally, and Gamora's like this super smug like assassin that can kind of do anything. I have heard uh, that like, um, sorry, not Groot, um, Drax specifically like the character and the he gets like the best moments in this game. Like they do some Drax, really cool character. Work Drax has been pretty great. I think he may be my favorite of the five so far, just from the things he's gone through. I'm only in like four or five chapters, but there's, there's a <laughs> constantly. He keeps like treating Peter like, like the leader, but also keeps calling him an idiot. Uh, there's one point where I had to make a choice and it's like, okay, who's actually like leading the deliberations on this? Is it going to be star Lord or is it going to be Drax? And I picked Drax and I, and he's like, you know what, Peter Quill, you were right. You were terrible at negotiation. And then he just goes on on his own thing. And it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, great. Uh, Good. Great. You you have to constantly, constantly make choices in this game. Like you'll just be walking around. The characters will talk and they'll start fighting amongst each other. And you can either interject one way or the other or just let them keep arguing. So they'll be like, oh, well, uh, like. Gamora screwed up our parking job. Like, no, 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 it was Rocket's problem. And you had you can choose to take one side or the other, or you can just let them bicker. And there's dialogue for every option. Uh, even when I'm looking around for secrets to find in the stages, like they will keep giving you new dialogue. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like at least a third of the game disc or the game install file is just dialogue. Cause I have not bumped into any repeat dialogue, which is insane considering how much they talk. That's great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but I like that there's like, so I never played Mass Effect. Something tells me like part of this is how Mass Effect would work because there's been a lot of decision makings. Like uh, there's one point where you have to choose which item you're hiding in a cargo and the other one has to be left out for the police to find. And it's just like, okay, which one is going to get us in the least amount of trouble? Like, okay, let's save this. But will this have dividends later on the road? They're like, okay, this item will like up, let us upgrade our guns later on. This item might get us more money potentially, but it also might get us in trouble because it's a biological hazard. Yeah, uh, the, you have the like, aspect would have yeah. stuff like that, but then it would also have, you know, you, you would make the choice of like, I could sell this to you and, but you're, I know you're a bad guy and then your own character would get negative points basically, or bad guy points. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think I've heard anything like that. There's been like trust. I've had to earn characters trust through my decisions. Then, then I could okay. do other sneaky things. Okay. Like at yeah, one point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at one point I had to be like, I, I was on this character's good side for a while. And then when another character was on their case, I tried to cover for them and they like, they trusted me enough to actually like help me out with it. So I've got an item now that I guess will be handy later on in the game. I have no idea if it will be or not, but right like on. there's been a lot of like, you'll see like the, 
you know, like the telltale style, like, oh, this character will remember this or like this character yeah. trusts you or like because yeah. you made this decision, you have to pay this fine, et cetera, et cetera. And the whole game takes place like at the very beginning of them forming the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like Gamora's only been with them for a couple months. Uh, Drax apparently is known as the guy who killed Thanos. There's like this whole like story, like the, everyone on the team is like fairly well regarded except for Star-Lord. And you only play a Star-Lord, so all the characters are shitting on you constantly. Good. <laughs> I, th- I think if there's a downside yeah. about this game is that you have to play as the least interesting Guardian of the Galaxy the entire time because you are just Star-Lord. Sure. I mean, that gives yeah. you more time hearing the interesting people talking. That's Otherwise, true. no one would want to talk to Star-Lord if he was not interesting. So, yeah, you, you get to play kind of the straight man, which is. Yeah, exactly. Stra- and then there's the like a lot man about can like be funny it- themselves. They'll do like a lot of flashbacks to like how he even got to space in the first place and like about his family. Um, in this universe, Star-Lord is a band's name that he liked right before he got sent to space. So that's why he calls himself Star-Lord. He literally has like their iron on logo on his jacket. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of costumes you can get. The first costumes you get for everyone are their like movie counterparts. Makes and then sense. you get like all yeah. the other ones from caught. Like uh, I got one for Groot that was like their five horsemen of the apocalypse. So he looks like demonic and like glowing red. It looks nice. really cool. That is cool. Uh, gameplay. Gameplay is interesting in that when you get in combat, it's like it's it, like an encounter. Essentially, you get in and there's like groups of enemies you have to fight all in one and like in waves uh, you've got your blasters, which have a cooldown and which have an active reload system on them, like gears, which gives you better like power up shots. You eventually unlock elements for your shots, which are a separate meter. Um, you can command each member of the Guardians to actually like do a certain move and they all have different benefits. There's stagger gauges. There's uh, like defense buffs. There's like instant kill moves. There's tag team moves. There's even like one of the interesting abilities that if you you get a momentum meter and if your meter is high enough, you can press in the trigger buttons and you do a huddle with all the guardians and they tell you how they're feeling about the fight currently. Like if they're getting, if they're doing really bad or if they're doing really good and you'll see like words pop up in the background and whichever option you choose as your response will either buff everyone or just buff you or completely fail and no one gets buffed. So it's like a, a weird momentum thing. Okay. And the cool. sound, yeah. And the soundtrack for the game is also very copyright heavy. Like it's all eighties music. Yeah, uh, what you can, but you can, there's a streamer mode you can turn off, but yeah. I was just going to say, we'll talk about it later when we do the game awards. It, it was nominated for like best soundtrack of the year, which is mm. kind of odd if you think of like, okay, yeah. I mean, anyone can put together a Spotify playlist called best songs of the 80s. Like, yeah, does that deserve what an award? <laughs> but I mean, it, it's still nice to hear for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's so there are there are some original songs and there's a streamer mode which disables all that. But you can tell like that was the thing was just putting all that in there. Uh, even when you do the huddle, like he'll end the huddle by turning on his Walkman and a random 80s song will start playing. <laughs> but it's weird because there's stuff like wake me up before you go, go. And like there's also uh, never going to give you up the Rickroll on there. So you could just <laughs> be in like this tense boss fight and then suddenly like Rick Astley starts playing. It's just it's I mean, weird. Yeah. That sounds intentional. I'm curious yeah. if you totally if, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you know if you put this streamer mode on does it just silence it or does it put in like no. other so music th- remember that that band I mentioned Star Lord that he's named after yeah. they actually yeah. put together a 12 track album uh, oh, of Star Lord so there nice. is That's literally so like a hair metal 
Star Lord album that you can listen to. There's a bunch of like flashbacks where you listen to it, and it can also come up in the actual uh, music you listen to. So I'm assuming that's, that's so just what comes up instead of the 80s music. Love that's it. great. And this is the um, this is the Deus Ex team, isn't it? Idos Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I I want to play more of it. I haven't touched it for a couple of days, but uh, the place I left off was actually really interesting. So I kind of want to get back to it at some point. Uh, you there's like a mission where it's straight up you're like you have to like sacrifice one of the members, and you get to choose which one you sacrifice. And doing that changes so many other elements for it. I've oh, seen. Bet. I'm. It's, it's just an oh, interesting game. That's cool. And I'm it is it, actually making me also really want to play Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah that i'm i'm curious so like this does definitely sound inspired by mass effect and you know if you were to go play you'd have to like keep in mind that first mass effect is old yeah (laughs) um so you it's definitely like kind of taking a step back in terms of like quality and polish so so i almost think you would feel like a let down i Uh, think so too actually yeah yeah Cause like that, cause cause I was, I was playing the, you know, the legendary edition. I played a bunch of one and it's Mm. like, this is an old game, but a lot of it was like, I know how good it gets. I love just being around these characters. It's like the nostalgia is kind of driving me, but you're going to be coming at it from like almost a cynical outlook of like, why doesn't this look as good as guardians of the galaxy? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but mass effect is great if you stick with it. Okay, but yeah, no, uh, Guardians Galaxy is surprisingly fun. I've been enjoying it, and that's all I played. Cool. Um, I have been playing Halo Infinite. Uh, this is this is kind of somewhat newsy. Is you know three four three? They delayed Halo Infinite a year. It's coming out December eighth, and then on Monday they're like, ah, oh, whatever. Let's just drop the multiplayer. It's out now. <laughs> so which is which is kind of a cheeky way of them getting all that like good fanfare back. Uh, in my opinion but um i mean it also was the 20th anniversary of xbox so like if there was any day to do it that was the day right and to be fair like the full thing is not out yet until december 8th the campaign that's when that comes out and it does say halo infinite multiplayer beta technically but like it has achievement points in there you can put money into it so i'm I'm trying to give i'm not a huge halo multiplayer guy i usually just bounce off the multiplayer pretty quick because i want to get through the campaign but i want to i wanted to give it the real college try so i bought the battle pass and i'm like i'm gonna play it i'm gonna i'm gonna really try and and get into it i will say like it's a ton of fun like this is a extremely sharp game i don't know how much different it would have been a year ago if they had come out but whatever they put into it like it, it looks great. It sounds great. And it is just a lot of fun. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of positive buzz about this. Like from it's people that are like, I haven't yeah. played Halo in forever. This is great. It's pretty Which crazy because Halo five was pretty much slammed a ton. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a different thing. Uh, you know, like that was they were doing their whole like card system back when a lot of games were doing card systems all the time. Um but yeah, this is just like like they kind of just went back to the drawing board and they they've just made a really good new modernized Halo. Everything in there is what you'd remember and then some some smart tweaks to it and whatnot. Um also it's quite a great package for free to play. Like that's kind of the crazy thing. Like this game this multiplayer is free. And as such, like I was doing crazy numbers. I the the one statistic I heard was it was in like one of it was around like two hundred thousand plus 
It was in the top three for like games on Steam alone, not including the uh, the on Xbox or on uh, the Microsoft uh, PC platform. So a ton of people are playing it when it first came out. Um, yeah, so I'm liking it quite a bit. The uh, there's a bunch of news going around about how the battle pass, the progression system is pretty bad, uh, which I agree with. Um, for those who don't know, they're doing so they're going to have seasons that are three months long, except for this first season is going to go until May. So they're really tr- going to try and like iron things out so that when they do their for their like next proper length season, they've kind of fixed a lot of the things. Uh, the problem with the progression is you don't get any experience towards like that, but that battle pass, the free or the premium one, unless you complete these challenges like the daily or weekly challenges that you would expect from like a battle pass kind of system. But that means if you're just playing a game and you just like do well or whatever, you don't get anything for how you performed. You only get stuff for completing the challenges, which, and I haven't seen it exactly myself. Well, I may have seen it in one scenario, but I can't confirm it, but I've been hearing reports of a lot of people are kind of joining games, doing the challenge and then quitting. Yeah. Um, which is also annoying. So they they have said that we developers have come to Twitter saying we're looking into the progression system and, and fixing it. And they have changed some stuff uh, or sorry, they've announced some changes that should be going into place later this week. It hasn't changed specifically like you will get points towards your level for just playing and doing well or staying through a whole match. But they've been making some of the challenges easier to do because um, some of them have been like weirdly like gun specific and, and quite hard. And when you're already having so few options of how to progress through the battle pass, making them hard is not is even worse. Um, with that said, though, like the battle pass was nine dollars. So I was like, I'm going to buy the battle pass. I, you know, battle passes give me more enjoyment because I have an extra carrot on the stick uh, towards going through it. Um, Paul, earlier you said you had been playing some of the multiplayer. I did. Uh, my thoughts are quick and easy. I've never really liked multiplayer in Halo, and I don't like this very much. Okay. That's um, fair. Yeah, I've just ha- I've been pretty just kind of neutral on it, and I'm I'm having fun with this one. You know, get in there with a buddy and dick around on some warthogs and whatnot, and I'm, I'm sure. just I'm, I'm liking it. Um, in contrast, I'm also playing Battlefield 2042. Um this wouldn't load for me <laughs> so oh, i'm interested to hear about it yeah. um yeah so because because i have like game pass ultimate i have like a 10 hour trial yeah i have that as well but the app on pc what the xbox app and the ea app weren't speaking together properly and i just gave up on it oh weird okay um i think i'm just not a battlefield guy because like the core idea of these are giant maps 128 players like it sounds cool on paper, but a lot of the time it, it like it leads to if you don't get on a vehicle, you're going to run for like two solid minutes trying to get to a control point and you'll probably get sniped because you're going to run through like an open area because you're just trying to get <laughs> somewhere quick. Sure. So it, it, it's really interesting kind of comparing the two like Halo, you get in, you're like immediately going up against people like the time to fun is is real fast and real snappy whereas battlefield like the time to fun is so much more spread out i will say though like 128 people on the map that leads to some ridiculous stuff like you'll just be like in a firefight and all of a sudden a hovercraft 
comes flipping over the ridge and collides into your battle. And that's and that while a helicopter crash lands beside you and that stuff, like the craziness involving that is is fun. But it's kind of few and far between because for every time one of those happens, you're running for two solid minutes trying to get to a control point, hoping you don't get sniped. And a lot of people are sniping because these maps are so big. And also the time to kill is real short. So it's unless and I'm not very good at at Battlefield, so I'm getting killed pretty quickly. And it's like, man, this is annoying having to keep running and not. Do they not have like the squad mode and like being able to join in on your like squad mates or any of yeah, that yeah so stuff. you are you are set up in a squad of four at all times and you can you can spawn on your teammates which is good and that'll get you to the fights a little faster but yeah um for example like i played the the two modes one was like called like hardline the other one was conquest and i yeah. played conquest, conquest the most. is the one i like and so yeah. conquest you're trying you're trying to take over control points and then whoever yeah. has like the most control points Sorry, whoever has the least control points, their like total number ticks down, and whoever gets to zero first yeah. loses. Right. So, ev- so let's say your teammate just scored a control point. It's like cool. Now I guess I will spawn by my teammate, or I'll spawn at that control point, and I'll run yeah. for two minutes to the next one and hope I don't get shot. And you know you're you're kind of s- slowly battling your way there, but a lot of the times, like if you aren't, if your teammates are not in a, the correct position. Or maybe they're in a vehicle that's mm. full and you can't spawn a vehicle right now. It, it's just, all right, I guess I'm going to hoof it over this sandy hill and and hopefully nobody, no sniper shoots me. And it does end mm-hmm. up leading to that quite a bit, which is less than ideal. Um, the weather effects are kind of cool. You'll just see like a tornado appear out of nowhere and you have to deal with the tornado while you're fighting. I will say though, like the best parts of the 128 mode is when you first start and everyone's like near each other and they're all just rushing. Like it feels yeah. like that Titanfall two moment where the one level where you like you launch the Titans onto the beach and you're just all there ready to go. Like that's cool when there's like 64 of you guys running straight ahead and you're like, look at this huge team. I'm a part of let's go guys. Let's do this. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then the other best part is when you do get into a smaller condensed zone where there's a lot of people shooting because you're like crouched behind some cover and there's bullets going off nonstop. Like you're actually like, holy shit, I don't even know what to do right now because if I stick my head up and try and find someone, I'm I'm going to get killed immediately. Like it is actually like there is so much shit going on around me and that stuff is super cool. But again, yeah, those pieces are few and far between. Uh, it's a lot of running and trying to get to that thing. So I think I just have to get a little more familiar with uh, getting access to the vehicles. I nef- I definitely need to figure out how to fly the helicopter because I tried it once and immediately crashed, um, which I'm told is <laughs> the battlefield experience. So don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it kind of the is. Same. Um, yeah. A character has a wingsuit, which I definitely want to try wingsuiting around because I've seen people like yeah. jumping off roofs and wingsuiting down below us and whatnot. And um. <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm I'm glad I have this trial tried out. Um, yeah, and I will say any map that is very sand focused, I think looks like garbage. The others all look good. Yeah, I mean I don't necessarily disagree. There's are, there's a few maps in, I think it's just called Battlefield One, the one that takes place in World War One. Yep, that like nice name. were pretty. Those maps were pretty good and they were sandy, but they weren't like my favorite either. So, yeah, I don't disagree. Um, 
And then the last game I've been playing this week is uh, Returnal. I finally jumped in and started that. That game is super cool. For those who don't know, it's made by Housemark, um, makers of like kind of like arcadey dual joystick shooters. And now they wanted to make like a third person shooter action game. And it's pretty cool how they combined like the stuff you would expect from a Housemark game into this other genre. Isn't it House Marquee? I am I thinking of a different studio? No, I I don't think there's more than one. Uh, I thought it was just called House Mark, um, but maybe it's House Marquee. I don't know. I guess I haven't really heard anyone say the, the name. No, I feel like I've heard journalists. Yeah, that House is Mark. that's House Marquee. House Marquee. Okay, maybe I've been saying it wrong. Um, it's cool. So like. Not only will all the enemies shoot in like widespreading orbs that you would need to like dodge in a dual joystick shooter, which is silly, um, but like whatever, they're like space aliens. Who cares? Mm -hmm. There is even like a progression system involved with you not getting hit. So you there is actually like a combo system built into how you fight, which is pretty interesting the the more damage you do while not getting hit the stronger your gun will get and the more abilities your gun will get and then once you get hit it get resets down to zero so you have to like build up a combo again all the while you're in this like horror nightmare planet that's constantly raining and looks almost like a weird cthulhu space demon place it is like a looping game because apparently every game in in 2021 is a looping game um yeah so you know procedurally generated and you're working through this and you come across your dead bodies from beforehand and and audio messages from your past self that you don't remember uh um recording and yada yada so there's a kind of a cool interesting story going on and there's a weird version of your house there and it kind of looks a bit like pt when you go inside of it and you're looking at like pictures and what's going on why is your house here and yada yada and weird scary noises upstairs it's almost too scary for me at some points but i managed so far i've been brave enough i will say it's hard i have not been able to beat the like the first main boss i think his name is freak or frick um i have heard it is a difficult game it's hard yeah the uh literally everybody that's played it so specifically it's because like you know i don't i don't want to take freak on until i've like gotten a bit of loot and gotten a better gun but every time i go into a new combat encounter it's like man each one of these are hard so i'm risking like possibly getting to a point where i'm at freak with very low health because there's just not a lot of health upgrades i feel like i'm really waiting for like you know in um hades when you finally have a way to heal yourself and then you can upgrade that (laughs) i have no way to heal myself i feel like i'm just it's like that's got to be coming right like i play roguelikes all the time and one of the first things they give you is a healing item and where's my healing item maybe after freak i get a healing item. i don't know but i feel like i I need that um so i've died like three times in a row at freak i've gotten him down to like the last of his three forms that you have to go through uh but i just don't have a way to heal myself so i just don't have enough health for the most part Sure. It is cool, though. It looks so good. And it, the dual sense controller is so cool because it's constantly like raining. So you're getting like pitter patters on the controller, like at all times. And it does a really good uh, use of the um, like the trigger system. So when you're 
you know, you can ho hold down the left trigger halfway to, to look down the sights. And if you hold down the full way, it'll and it'll unlock a secondary alt fire mode for whatever gun you have, which could be like a grenade launcher in your pistol or something like that. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm really liking it. And um, I guess sl slightly news related, their like 2.0 patch just came out earlier this week or last week. And now you can actually save mid run. And that was the one thing that a lot of people yeah. were complaining about is there was no way to like pause a run. And and yeah. House Mark House Marique's Mar House Marquis um, like wording around that was, well, the, the PlayStation has like a s sleep mode. Just use that. But that doesn't help if you have to like turn your PlayStation off or like you have a power outage or something. You know, got to move your PlayStation. So now you can actually save it, which is which is nice. Yeah. Good change. Yeah. So that's all I've been playing. Let's uh, do some news. No lacking of it this week. There's a lot. Yep. Um, let's go week. through. For better and for worse, as we, as we'll find out. Let's go through some short yeah. stuff at the start. Start here. Uh, as mentioned on Monday, Xbox had a 20th anniversary live stream where this kind of talked about the their legacy and whatnot, and and a lot of Halo. They announced like a Xbox. Um, the story of Xbox power on is the name of it. A, a six part documentary series. I, I think I might watch that. I might hear, hear some cool yeah. tidbits of how of behind the scenes of Xbox. That seems kind of interesting. Um, they also announced the final update to their backwards compatibility catalog. They added 70 more games, a bunch of them with the frames frame boost uh, feature. And, and they said that'll be it for it. Uh, it sounds like they've, done every game they could have that didn't have weird licensing issues around it. Good for them, man. So. That's a big task. <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, and then during that day, that's when they dropped uh, the Halo multiplayer. And it, there was rumors like the whole weekend that that might be yeah. coming out. So it wasn't a huge surprise, but definitely good to see. Sure. Um, another uh, separate Xbox announcement is that the cloud gaming is now available on consoles so if you have a launch xbox one you can play so far it's select supported uh game pass games running on series x hardware over the internet which is a pretty cool thing to think about totally uh multiverses that yeah, warner brothers right now beat em up has yep. officially yeah, been they're, revealed they're smash brothers like yeah um, so this was rumored for what, like the past two, three months? Like we've known about this for a while. I want to say it's been a month when those like character things came out. Um, yeah. Either way, it's coming to PS4, 5, the Xbox Series, uh, and PC in 2022. No Switch port, but that's got to be coming, right? Maybe I don't know, but that's fucking dope. Cross-platform support. Yeah. Um. I think the big kind of interesting thing that'll set it apart is it's going to be free to play. Yeah. Good for kinda them. Like Brawlhalla. Yeah. Kind of like Brawlhalla. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the other thing I was seeing a lot of headlines is Ultra Instinct Shaggy is in there. Yep. Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Arya Stark <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arya Stark is in there, which is just like a weird thing to fit in there. Going back to Shaggy for a sec, though, they got the voice actor from the movie, which that's kind of awesome. No, Matthew Lillard's been doing Shaggy's voice for years. 
Okay, like, well, he took over for Casey Kasem. Okay, I did not. But he also he also was the live action actor for Shaggy yes, in the yes. live action movies. So that's that's I think that's a great get. Good for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got Kevin Conroy for Batman. They got a lot of voices that currently do those characters. So uh, you can currently sign up for a play test on their website. Saints Row, the reboot of the Saints Row franchise, has been delayed into fiscal year 2022-2023. Ooh. Um, it was supposed to come out late this February. So it yeah, sounds like that's a, a pretty a few big... few months from now. Pretty big delay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good for them. I'm glad they're able to get such a big delay. I, I want better games, so I'm always, I'm always fine with the delay. Yep, I agree. Sega announced three clones. What? Wait, what? Yep, introducing <laughs> Yakuza, Shenmue, and Sonic the Hedgehog unisex clones. Oh, cologne. Okay. Oh, because that now it makes more sense. I heard clone. C L O N E. I say that makes equally as much sense. <laughs> what do you think these smell like? Sonic is chili dogs. But oh, why man. would you want to smell like chili dogs? Because oh, you like Sonic the Hedgehog delicious. that much. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Shen- Shenmue to... smells like the docks. Yeah, a warehouse so like fish. or something. Yeah. A yep. warehouse? <laughs> and Yakuza smells like a, an arcade. I'm trying that's to see. just where you spend all your time. It smells like a karaoke bar. Okay, here we go. <laughs> let, let me. They do have descriptions for them. Let me read you the Sonic the Hedgehog one. Okay. Add a gorgeous, refreshing scent to your everyday life with this invigorating Sonic the Hedgehog, quote, blue blur unisex cologne. Given the seal of approval from the famous Speedy Hedgehog himself, this cologne boasts an aroma of fresh citrus, a zing of grapefruit zest, and exotic lemon and lime topped with the scene of the ocean breeze and... Chilled melon fade. Take pleasure in the rich base tones of leather, suede, and cedar. What? Is this all That's, still Sonic? This is Sonic. Honestly, so a bunch of those made like, sense, and then I'm like, oh wait, wait, what leather? It sounded like Febreze at first. Like, have sure. you ever smelled like a Febreze before or yeah. something? It smelled. It sounded like it smelled like that, like a citrusy. Just like missed. Um, I might as well just go through all these because they're all complete nonsense. Here's the Yakuza one. Created okay. for the night. <laughs> okay. Good. This I can Batman's, already smell it. Batman's cologne of choice. I can already smell it, actually. Yeah, go on. <laughs> if you can for those listening, if you can already smell it, it means you're having a stroke. Um, <laughs> please see a doctor. This bold and intriguing Yakuza slash Ryu Gagoku. Go to Ku bourbon and smoke unisex cologne will have you smell. All right. We'll have you smelling like the Tojo clan's finest crime boss. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Smell like crime, which which to me just sounds makes me think sweaty. Lots of sweat. Yes, yeah, so that's like what I was gonna kinda. say originally. Is, is the actual Yakuza scent is just sweat because you're just beating the shit yeah. out of people. Lots so of well dressed, expensive shirts covering sweaty. Um, yeah, 
This fragrance flaunts a deep and mysterious scent of antique oak, cedar wood, beeswax okay. infused with smoky bur- bourbon, okay. leathery rose, and scorching what pimento. What is with all the leather smell? I feel like leather is a pretty typical like men's cologne smell. Not that I'm. I guess. I, yeah, I feel it fits. It fits the Yakuza one better than Sonic. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. To be fair, in regards to anything Sonic, I would say I don't know what to tell you about that. All right, let me do the Shenmue one. Everyone's favorite. Smell like a forklift. Smell like a forklift. <laughs> Rebel- rebellious and addictive. This exhilarating, <laughs> exhilarating Shenmue tobacco and gold. Unisex what? Cologne. That terrible. Hits all the right smells to get the likes of Ryo Hazuki nodding in, in, pre- in appreciation. Enjoy this rich okay. fragrance with top notes of clashing cardamom and bergamot. Smoldering golden tobacco, deep oris, okay, and a strong patchouli base. Oh, gross. Okay. Interesting choice there. Uh, each of these, I are think, all I think the the Yakuza one sounds the best out of the three. Maybe the Sonic the Yaku- one too. The Yakuza one sounds just like a maybe cheap, hot, high class cologne ripoff. I'm sure that's like, what yeah, they that's all fine. Are. Well, are, Sonic these- still sounds like a Febreze to me with citrusy whatever. They all will run you thirty pounds if you're buying it in the UK. Oh yeah, they're they're cheap knockoffs of real cologne. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, this one, uh, Paul, are you able to talk about this? Because I was not following it, but the OBS stuff that happened, I can talk I about can. this one if, if Paul can't. Either or. Uh, there's a company called Streamlabs that, for the longest time, kind of just was where you went. So like, shit would pop up on your screen when people like subbed or followed or whatever you wanted to set it to. And then they kind of like grew and grew and started stealing shit from other companies, even though other companies said, please don't. And then they got caught. That's what happened. Here's the thing. I don't think this was the first time they got caught. This is just the time they got caught the most. Yeah, this is the time they got caught. I've heard Streamlabs stuff in the past with them, but like this one. Streamlabs has been shit for a while. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess the big thing here. Is so this all started because they literally just stole some like copy from um what's the company called again? Light screen or something like that. Light something. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. They like it's not even just the layout because layouts can be similar. That's whatever. It's literally word for word and exact copy paste. They took um, the reviews and then changed the names of the reviewers, but <laughs> kept the words of the reviews mostly the same. It's so weird. It was like a literal copy and paste job. So that they were just like next. They made some like snarky tweet about, uh, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but just don't make it look too similar. And then clown face I or whatever. See that one, yeah. But um, what this did is it started the domino effect of, uh, the, I guess, the big a, b- a bunch of people coming out. The big one is OBS strictly said as Streamlabs OBS was coming out slobs. They said, please don't use our branding or our name in your thing. And they just ignored that and was like, no, Streamlabs OBS. That's what you can download now or whatever. 
And that's the thing that I think pissed off the most people. Everything else has just been kind of a, uh, like... Elgato was another one they apparently ripped off, too, so... They stole the Stream Deck layout and programming for their, like, uh, Streamlabs thing you can download on your phone that does kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah, they've been stealing a lot of shit from a lot of different people for a long time. They stole the Capogen uh, explosion thing. They stole the Muxy Cup. Um, they've been stealing shit and calling it their own for a long, long time. And the reason this came out is because they partnered with Twitch for some, like, Xbox gaming thing or whatever. And people are just like, you shouldn't be allowing this because they're a bunch of fucking thieves, essentially. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Okay, thanks for the news bit. Um, now it's time for the, like, insane news hour. This uh, stuff has made me feel real bad all week. But, uh, Activision. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, a lot of links. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> just realized how many so, were there. Yeah, I kind of was like, you know, collecting tweets as new things were happening throughout the week. So we have kind of a chronology here. Activision is, was in the news all week because everyone's favorite CEO, Bobby, Bobby Kotick, is a piece of shit. Um, as, yes. as we've been following, <laughs> as we've been talking about on the show for months now, all throughout the summer numerous yeah. sexual harassment and equality cases and uh, Activision being sued by so many people. And then at the start of the week, the Wall Street Journal put out a big, long report that they had been working on and, and talking to people formally or currently at Activision. Activision CEO Bobby Kotick knew of rape allegations, but kept them quiet. A new report says. Uh and on top of that, there's crazy scenarios in here of like of of Bobby Kodak telling an employee that he would have her killed. Um, he kept an exec from being fired after a sexual harassment uh, claim went through and didn't tell the board of the alleged rapes and other misconduct. So. That was the start. A bunch came out that Bobby Kodak knew about all this shit going down and didn't do anything about it. Um, yes. One that was really stuck out to me that was pretty crazy that we talked about a while back. Fran Townsend was one of the kind of higher ups at Activision who came out when a lot of this first uh, over the summer when a lot of the Activision Blizzard stuff first coming out to try and calm things down and saying like, no women at this company, they do totally fine. And it was this totally kind of shitty response from her that was kind of backhanded. And they, she eventually ended up like deleting her Twitter account and stuff from the backlash and whatnot. It was revealed this week. Bobby Kodak wrote that and just said, it has to have Fran's name on it. And then if you remember correctly, when this email, when this company wide email did go out and all the backlash happened, Bobby Kodak made a statement saying, oh, it was that was a pretty poorly worded and uh, ill toned message from her. That was not very good. And learning that he wrote it himself, but put her name on it is insane to think about. Um, just like supervillain levels of, of evil coming from this man at this point. It goes on. Yeah. 
So uh, when this first happened, I believe this was uh, Tuesday, um, a bunch of Activision Blizzard employees uh, staged a walkout in the wake of the Wall Street Journal article detailing all of what was going on with Bobby Kotick and with demands that Bobby Kotick getting replaced. So a walkout happened on Tuesday. Yeah. Following that, um, it was announced. So we we talked about... What was her name? I believe her name was Jen O'Neill. Jen O'Neill. That's Jen O'Neill. And we were saying how hopefully she got a... (laughs) Just trying to be positive. Hopefully she just got a better deal. It's like, yeah, why wouldn't she leave this company that's coming down? And it's it's unfortunately the cynical thing. Right. So let me give you a bit bit of quick backstory. In August, Activision named Jen O'Neill the first female co-head of World of Warcraft. The next month, she sent an internal email criticizing the company's top management and recounting her own experience of harassment. Before we had heard of this email, she left the company. And I remember us talking on the show. That's not a great look. Your first female lead during this case of inequality throughout the company. And she leaves and we kept and I remember saying myself, we'll never know the exact reason why. Let's hope she just found a better job. Yeah, um, so we found the we found out why. <laughs> so she resigned no. due to being tokenized, marginalized, and discriminated against. Specifically, um, as like Jason Trier puts it, he does a, a good recap in this uh, next tweet. Jenny was made co-leader of Blizzard following sexual discrimination lawsuits this summer and resigned two and resigned two weeks resigned two weeks ago. The main reason she was getting up brought forward is to prove women are not being paid less. She was yeah. being paid less. And in her email, she even pointed out I'm being paid less. This is the exact reason why you're trying. What you're doing is wrong. Yeah. She was used as uh the shield is like, Hey, we have a girl in here. Don't you see? But she was also being fucked with. Unfortunately. Activision Blizzard was sued this summer for, among other things, paying women less than men. In response, they ousted Blizzard's president and replaced him with two new co-leaders, a man and a woman. They then paid the woman less than the man, is what she is claiming in her email. Yeah. Let us continue. I think we're about halfway through the news headlines I have here. Just for Activision. Um, so a headline came out that some Activision Blizzard shareholders were calling on Bobby Kodak to resign and the board's two longest serving dictators, Brian Kelly and Robert Morgado, to retire by the end of the year. The shareholders sent a letter to the board of directors this morning. Um, I, Not knowing the shareholders, uh, Jason Schreier put into context, um, the group SOC owns only 4.8 million shares, which is 0.6 of Activision Blizzard. They're so nobody's. even though they're calling yeah. for him uh, to resign, they've been criticizing Kodak for a long time. Yeah. It's probably at the moment when, when this happens, it's not going to do much. I, it, it, he kind of clarified this because a lot of people were going like, whoa, shareholders are calling to, for him to resign. This is a big deal. But he kind of put it into it's context on, at the moment. No, it is not a big deal. But hey, we're not done. Yeah. No, we're not. Um, after all this stuff had kind of hit the fan next day, uh, Activision Blizzard held an all hands meeting 
where the leadership doubled down to defend Bobby Kotick. Yeah. Woo! So despite right. this having come to light, they're still mm-hmm. saying, no, we're keeping him there. Um, uh, I think it was uh, Jim Ryan was the next one. I have these out of order. Well, I just wanted to add an addendum to that. Kotaku did some of the finest work I've ever seen by being like, these nine people are wanting to protect Kodak. Let's meet them and then put their pictures up and who they are and what they represent. That was a great article. Yeah, let's meet the people defending Bobby Kodak right now. That was fantastic. So, yeah. Um, After that one, I, I don't think I have the Jim Ryan one here. But anyways, Jim Ryan, head of Sony and PlayStation, basically came out and said, we are seriously going to be considering our kind of working relationship with Activision and the way they are handling this is not okay. So you had Jim Ryan calling him out. Following that, Xbox boss Phil Spencer joined the chorus of industry professionals criticizing Activision Blizzard, telling staff in an email um, that Xbox is evaluating all aspects of our relationship with the publisher. So now you got two platform holders not happy with Activision. That's a pretty big deal. Like huge. It's we're getting up there. Um and then the last thing I saw that uh the article I have pulled up for us in our doc says more than 700, but it I have seen articles since more than 1000 Activision Blizzard workers have signed a petition to drop Bobby Kodak as CEO. This place is imploding. It's pretty crazy to see. I ask you guys, does it happen? If their stock keeps going down like it has, I think it's currently down 10%. That's what I've heard. Yeah. uh, Yes, because eventually if the bottom line gets hurt hard enough, the shareholders will actually put on pressure. Bobby Kodak has been with Activision. Yeah, but how much money he has made that company and the shareholders will definitely make it difficult yeah that's the thing to remember a lot of if a lot if you don't know bobby kodak kind of came in when activision wasn't doing too hot he's been there since like nest games were coming out um and he he turned it into the juggernaut that activision is so you know he makes them a lot of money also keep in mind no matter what happens to his title of ceo he will be fine yeah nothing bad will happen be paid out to leave even like he has yeah, a golden parachute gonna... this is a classic yeah. example of a golden parachute so the problem is is that rich people don't ever get what they deserve for sure do you think he gets ousted i, I what do you think i so i'm going to say yes only because i want it so bad not even necessarily even at this point that it would make a better active like i hope activision just dies as a company completely but i know that won't happen um if he doesn't it just sets a hugely terrible precedence for future for sure like i'm i'm super curious kind of where this goes like think of playstation they have funding or advertising deals with call of duty right now they, they're the current call of duty people right it used to be xbox now it's playstation yeah. like i'm curious to see what the fallout is I, I think I think they do let him go knowing yeah. that he'll be fine. He'll know that he'll be fine. Part of yeah. me thinks, though, he's he's sitting in those boardrooms being like, 
You fuckers. I got dirt on all you fuckers. If I'm going down, I'm bringing you down with me. And he's he doing probably it the most- does. That's the thing. I, I, I'm going to be pessimistic. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, well, I think it's- Paul was right in the fact that rich people don't rat on don't. rich people unless they've got something really, really juicy. I don't get how this motherfucker isn't like thrown in a gulag somewhere, though. He's been there's evidence that he's been to Epstein's child molestation island. There's evidence that other people that are protecting him have been apparently as well. Like, how the fuck are these people even around right now? How are they not thrown in a hole somewhere? That's that's money for you, man. That's capitalism for you, man. Eat the rich. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's crazy to think of. Like, I'm curious to see if there's like a mass exodus of employees at Activision. Um, so, OK, let me make this a little more personal for the three of us. If they don't outs him and Activision st- is still around, can you ever buy an Activision game again? Well, so that's the thing. When when I hear of stuff like this, I every, every time without fail, I hear yeah. the smaller developers saying it doesn't even if you don't buy our game, the CEOs are still going to make the same amount of money because they're guaranteed the money. So all you're doing is all those hours I crunched were for nothing. You know, I hear this a lot right. of like crunch and stuff when it's like, well, here's I just won't thing. buy the game to, to for solidarity. Here's the thing. Even when Activision, Activision Blizzard let go a whole shitload of people when they were doing well, just so that they would look like they were doing better than they were. They don't. Either way, they're fucking over people that worked hard. So, like, Like, what do you you even do? When I don't want to be like saying like we have to keep buying these games. This is a personal choice, but totally the one I'm always hearing is saying. I won't buy their game to support the, you know, the low developer so I can get back at Bobby Kodak is Bobby Kodak is going to get his percentage regardless. And all you're doing is maybe like preventing like a bonus or something that the low person might not get because the sales are down. You're actually, unfortunately you end up hurting the wrong person, the person you're trying to help. Yeah. This is the shitty thing about it. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm I can't I wouldn't really advise either way, but like I probably still would buy Overwatch 2, I guess, if I was making my decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though, like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a fan of Bobby Kotick. I'm definitely not saying that. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. I, if they if he is not outed. This sets such a bad precedence just for the industry at large, human rights in general. Like, this yeah. is real bad. I, I'm so I genuinely hope this is the push that finally makes unionization possible. Because That's what just, I'm hoping everyone for, Everyone just being so pissed off about this situation. Yeah, and you keep hearing it at more and more companies. This is just, like, the biggest example of it. But, like, we hear this at Ubisoft. Yeah. We hear this at Riot. Like, it's over and over again. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I just don't know. Like I I want to say like get find a better job, but you know sometimes you can't. That's, sometimes yeah, not you, how that works. You know, yeah. job hunting is sucks. Like I've been there, so you know there's definitely yeah. people that like are probably feeling a bit trapped and whatnot. And, and I uh, my heart goes out to them. And I 
I'm so curious to see though the fallouts from this. Like, what what yeah. more does Phil Spencer and Xbox make a stand with? What does Jim Ryan and PlayStation make a stand with? Like, what else? Like, because right now they basically just said they're disappointed and they don't agree and they don't like what's going on. Yeah, what kind of they need to take action. thing actually yeah. comes from that for sure? I'm so totally. curious because like nothing like this has happened before. Um, to the, or I should say to this extent. Yeah. Crazy. It's a hard, hard position. Yeah. Um, let's do the impossible pit pivot into something fun. The Game Awards <laughs> nominees came out uh, this week um, and we yeah, enjoy going did. through and making predictions. Hey, I said it's the impossible p- pivot. There was no way to. to he didn't lie. Right. He did not lie. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, um, you're right. I did want to save this to the end, though, because this typically does take longer. I think we're going to skip questions this week because this episode's already going to be long, so we will save questions for next week. But the Game sure. Awards have ha, uh, have a bunch of nominees. Um, I have them ready. Let's do some predictions. Uh, John, you ready? All right, let's do it. All right. Best esports event starting low, going high. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you right now, anything esports, I'm passing on. Like, I just don't even. I have I just no take a random say. guess. We usually keep score, right? Are we tracking yeah, the score I, this year? I am okay. tracking. Right. Okay. okay. Hang on. Wh- which so, category did you start with? Best esports the event, the very one. Okay. last one. Okay. Okay. League of Legends, Dota, um, PUBG Mobile, specifically Valorant, PGL? PGL Major Stockholm 2021. I didn't even hear about this. What is that? What is PGL Major? Not that it matters. Isn't that golf? No, that's not. uh, Counter-Strike. It's it's Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, yeah. Uh, Okay, Counter-Strike. Which one? I'm just going to go League. PGL Major Stockholm 2021 broke (laughs) all viewership records in CSGO history. Okay, but what does that mean for like other games? Like, is yeah, is the international still bigger? They, it means they did half of Dota. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'll go uh, international. Let's go international. I I'll go okay. international. I guess sure. All right, sure. let's let's make it a clean sweep. We'll all put our be- eggs in Dota's basket. Okay, best esports coach. We got Silent Ang Bio Oh Baldy <laughs> or Blade. That's Blade. That's Blade. <laughs> I've never <laughs> Baldy is better. Crowder or Kakoma? I'm gonna go Kakoma because I like his name better. I was gonna say Kakoma. He's the only one smiling. All these other guys are so Betty. angry. Ang. I like. I just like Ang's just apathetic look. Ang. He, that right. guy and looks just his name like, being. Ang. So that's my thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Um, I've got more esports. Good. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Blade's the only one who actually looks like he's actually coaching, though. He's the angriest one. Blade's the only oh, one wearing okay. a headset. Okay, I'm... Okay, best esports team. I'm going to go Team Spirit, because they look... That's That looks fun. They look like they're having a good time. Okay. I guess Sentinels look like they're having a good time, too. Yeah, let's go with Team Spirit. I will also choose Spirit. All right. All right, oh athlete, simp, showmaker, collapse, simple, or tens. Do you, have you heard of any of these people? I'm going to go to no. showmaker because I, I appreciate a thumbs up and a photo. Okay. 
I'm going to go with simple because he looks like he's showing off a million awards. I or mean, they might be coffee fair. mugs, which actually makes it even funnier. I was also going to go with simple, but let's uh, make it even more simple and go simp. Mm. Okay. okay. Don't need those extra letters. Who needs them when you're this good? Best esports right. game, uh, Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, Dota, League, or Valorant? See, I'm not going to say it's Call of Duty. I saw the the headline this last week of coming out of some sales numbers for um, Vanguard in Europe. Uh, down 40% from the last Call of Duty game. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, Valorant. I'm going to guess Valorant as well. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Okay. Valorant. Most okay. anticipated game presented by Prime Gaming. This is a this is a hard category. These are five Ooh, major yeah. games. <laughs> okay, so for people listening, the five games are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and Starfield. Like, it's crazy Ooh. to think like that God of War is like the least hyped game out of these five. You know what I mean? Yeah... I mean, I don't care about Starfield. I'm much more hyped for God of War, but yeah, in general. I, I feel like it's Elden Ring or Breath of the do. Wild. I think I'm going to say Elden Ring. Okay, I'm saying Elden Ring for sure. I don't know. I know people are going bananas for anything Zelda and Starfield as well. It's one of those three for sure. Maybe... Maybe Elden Ring will just take it because it's so close. Like, it's the actual tangible one. I guess Forbidden West is as well, but there's no way that. Forbidden West, yeah. It's not Forbi- I feel like Forbidden part. West and God of War are like, they're just happy to be here. Thanks thanks for including us. <laughs> yeah, let's go Elden Ring. This next one is very hard as well. Best debut indie. Oh, jeez. The Artful Escape. The Forgotten City. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, and Valheim. You know, I, th- I bet it's actually Valheim based on the popularity. I, think, I also think it's Valheim. Despite it being like my least interested one, personally. I, uh, I I recognize these games vaguely, but I feel I've heard Valheim more, so I'll say Valheim. I'd hope sure. you would recognize, I've talked about the majority yeah, of them I, on this podcast. I know you're talking about Artful Escape, <laughs> I know you talked about Kenna, or I've seen Kenna at like so many events. Actually, pa- uh, Paul talked about Kenna. Um, I have! game all right content creator of the year i know two of these people dream fusely gal gals gales ebay ib a bay a bay i don't know or greg gravica yeah apparently at least two of these are not english speakers yeah grefka is uh spanish or portuguese and one of the biggest content creators actually in the world that nobody And English knows. And uh, I'm surprised Dream is on here because he's been. I only know in, Dream because of all the controversies he keeps getting in. I was going to say he's been in bad things for cheating and being racist as fuck. So, so doesn't I'm that mean he'll here. probably win that? Unf- like, if anything, I think people will show up to not vote for him. OK. Uh, oh, yeah. Good I'm going to go Fusely, with Fusely is great, by the way. Leslie, she is 
adorable. She's really good. But I mean, also a kid content creator for the most hey, part. There's like, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Uh, I just wonder who's like voting for stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know any of these people. Um, I was going to pick Dream because that's a fun picture. But hearing that he's a piece of shit, I'll go with <laughs> Ebi. Okay. I'll go. With I Chris. don't know him at all. Refk? I th- I'm also going to go. Yeah. I'm also going to go with him because. Yeah. He has cool hair. I also think he'll win because he's apparently huge. In a way that's like unfathomable. This next one is was a weird selection of games. Yeah, this one is a bit weird. Best multiplayer. Back for blood. Knockout okay. City. Knockout okay. City. <laughs> it takes two. All Monster right. Hunter Rise. Okay. New World and Valheim. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Honestly, weird. I think I think it'll go to It Takes Two. And I think it deserves it. I'm I'm shocked that Knockout City is on this list. <laughs> that is one of the like I'm just happy to be here. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Like yeah, that is like thank you for remembering I exist. Thank you. To be fair, that everyone I know played Knockout yeah. said good things. So I I played a bunch of it and then completely forgot it existed. I don't. Think I'm gonna that, guess. Valheim. I'm gonna say Monster Hunter honestly because I feel Monster yeah. Hunter usually gets a nod for that. Yeah, fair. I'm gonna okay. give it to Valheim myself all right another weird category usually yeah. best sports slash racing <laughs> f1 20 uh 21 this list is fifa. insane fifa 22 forza horizon 5 hot wheels unleashed and riders republic <laughs> forza horizon 5 i think this forza is like horizon 5 yeah 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 in um, the bag no I'm with you guys on this one for sure. <laughs> this okay, next one best. is a classic insane category of nonsense. Why even have no. this? <laughs> here's five. Yep. This is the here's five games we wanted to mention category. Yeah. Best sim slash strategy game. All right. Stay with me here. Age of Empires 4. Evil Genius 2 World Domination. Humankind. Inscription. Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Man, Inscription should have been like best indie or best debut or something like that. Well, it's it not is debut, definitely, though. It is definitely a best indie nominee. Spoiler alert. Oh, is it? Okay. Good. Yeah. That's the uh, only one that I actually know what was uh, nominated for this year so far. I, I think Age of Empires 4 probably takes it. I'm thinking Age of Empires 4 as well. I've heard good things. Yeah, I played a bit of it, uh, just not enough to want to talk about it yet on the show. It's It is a solid Age of Empires for sure. I'll I'll say humankind, the one that's least likely to win. Oh, here we go, the Nintendo category. So yep. there was a there was a funny mention saw, somebody did of uh twelve minutes should 12 be twelve minutes should best. be in this li- yeah, yeah. That is anyways, funny. best family game. <laughs> it takes two. Mario Party Superstars, new Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, and Bowser's Fury? WarioWare, get it together. This is interesting. I'm actually not even yeah. sure what would take it. This like, I'm going to say Mario Party because it's the newest and everyone's kind of been going crazy for it. Okay. Really? I feel like I'm not hearing a ton about it. I feel 
Like I want to lean almost it takes two or or new Pokemon snap. I would be stunned. I know I've heard good things if it takes two, but I would be stunned if it beat four Nintendo games, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I'll say I like it takes two more than the rest of these games. I mean, that's fair, but. Like it's it's jokingly called the Nintendo category for a reason. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so you want to lock in it takes two for you? I just don't know if I really believe it'll win. I mean I'm I'm putting that myself, so I also don't know. Sure, put it takes two. Cool. Best fighting game. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hino, Hinokami Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Ooh, I'm going to say Strive, because that got a lot of positive buzz and it hit, set some it records. Did. But Melty it Blood's did, yeah. also really good. I'll stick with Strive, like I, though. I feel like I haven't really also, heard much about any of these. I'll go Strive, I guess. I think I've heard... The word story. All right, so before. we're all guessing that. Cool. Cool, cool. Best role playing game. Game where you play a role. Starting with Cyberpunk 2077. Ah, yes. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. I'm going Tales of Arise. There's no way it wins, but it deserves to okay. win. Come on. Ooh. If it had come out more recently, I would say Shin Megami Tensei 5, but... Uh, it did come out recently. It came out like two weeks ago. Sorry, if it came out farther back, I meant. Sorry, oh, the other way around. Okay. If, it, if, it had been, if it had been out for a while longer. Uh, I'm guessing Cyberpunk. You really no, think so? Uh, With no how way. poorly that got received? I'd, I'd honestly say Rise at this point. I think it'll probably go to Tales rise. of Arise, but I'm going to say Monster Hunter Rise because be. at least it's more popular. Okay. Best action slash adventure game. This we is a hard one. Guardians of, we got Guardians of the Galaxy, Dread, Psychonauts 2, Rift, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Ooh, that's a tough one. This is a tough category, yeah. I'm going to guess Dread. I personally think it would come down to Dread or Ratchet and Clank. What do you guys think? I think Resident Evil would be in the running because people were really positive about that when it came out, but it's it's also the oldest out of the five. I don't, I don't think Guardians wins this. I don't, I don't think, think Guardians, Guardians has it. this either. I think this list is too strong. Uh, I like honestly... I, person- hmm. I think it's I like... I see Psychonauts even, actually. See, the, the way I have it, like, uh, set up in my head is, like, Dread and Ratchet are one and two. Like, either, I can't figure out which one it is. Okay. Re- Resident Evil is, like, th- a lock at three. Psychonauts and then Guardians. I feel like that's just how it is. I'm with Sean in that I think it is between Dread and Rift Apart. I guess Dread. I didn't play Rift Apart, so I have no... Rift Apart was really good, but it, yeah. it's also a Ratchet and Clank game. But it, it but it was huge for the PlayStation showing off the the SSD. Yeah, but I feel like after the game came out, the buzz kind of died on that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dread, but I feel like Ratchet and Clank has a solid chance. I'll, I'll go Ratchet then, since I'll go the one you guys aren't going. Okay. Okay. 
<clears throat> Best action game. <laughs> Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Death Loop, Far Cry 6, or Returnal? I bet Death Loop takes it. I think it's Death, Death Loop, Loop as well. <clears throat> Hey, I can have an opinion in this one. Best VR slash AR game. Hitman 3. I Expect You to Die 2. Lone Echo 2. Resident Evil 4. Sniper Elite VR. RE4. Probably RE4. I bet it's RE4. I think it's crazy that Hitman 3 is in here. <clears throat> I think it's crazy that Resident Evil 4 is in here, to be fair. Well, people really liked that. Yeah. I kept hearing good things about it. Is Hitman 3 anywhere else? Because if not, that sucks. It's on it's on like PS5 and stuff. Or do you mean oh, the only like entry it is in? That, the yeah, Game is Awards? it in any other categories is my question. Oh, probably yeah, I don't not. Know. That's a bummer. Poor Hitman. Maybe 3. it's in innovation and accessibility presented by Chevrolet. <laughs> Far Cry 6. Forza Horizon 5. That's a little weirdly biased. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. That so is I'll, an odd. So I'll tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why you're wrong on, on two fronts here. First off, The Veil is an audio only game. Okay. And another one, Forza Horizon 5, I think actually wins this. Um,. They are, I'm not sure if it's in yet, but there's a, at least a video out. They are putting in sign language into the game uh, for all the audio. So there will be a person in oh. the corner putting sign language as well. You can slow that game down all the physics entirely and play at a slower speed. As an accessibility feature, which is pretty crazy. The, the amount of accessibility in Forza Horizon 5 is bananas, and I think that wins it. That's pretty neat. Let me counter with you can't turn on photosensitivity mode for the lighting effects in that game. So you could have a seizure playing it at night. Is that true? Yes, because Weird. there's there's a certain phenomenon that happens when light is like shining through trees or something. And you're getting that weird like blinking of shadow and light sure. like as you're driving that like triggers something in me that makes it me feel dizzy. Oh, and weird. it's like a rare thing and you can't turn anything off to deal with that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Ratchet and Clank. So uh, back when accessibility was becoming a big thing, Spider-Man and Insomniac had a lot of good stuff. Ratchet and Clank has pretty much the exact same options that in that Spider-Man had. And Guardians of the Galaxy has all of the things that Spider-Man had. So. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, they're both kind of high up there. Uh, I am probably going to say Forza, but I would not be shocked if okay. uh, if Ratchet and Clank took it. Okay. What the fuck did Far Cry 6 do? Do any of us know? I don't no know idea. specifically, but Ubisoft's all their games kind of have a lot of accessibility at this point, like kind of how a lot yeah. of their games are the same. Just, they kind of just keep just kind of like of built systems. in. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> You know what? I'll say the veil. That's an interesting answer. Let's see what happens. I want to play it uh, just to kind of experience that what that thing is. Sure. Best community support. 
Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. Ooh, No Man's Sky's there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was going to say, that's like, 14 by a landslide, but now it's like, hmm. I feel I like 14, 14 is like the gamer's choice. Fortnite, they they put like the craziest events and stuff in their games, though. Like, I just don't feel like it'll be a popular choice. You know what I mean? Final Fantasy 14 literally has a week long convention that people join online all week for. I, I think that's going to win it. I, I yeah, think so, I'll, too. I'll stick with 14. Best mobile game presented by Verizon. Fantasian. Genshin Impact. League of Legends Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. Are the Genshin Impact fans happy with the game currently, or are they still mad with it? Because that literally dictates if Genshin wins or loses. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Either way, I'm picking Genshin Impact. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with Genshin too. The only other one I would consider above this is Pokemon Unite. I don't know anything about Fantasian, but I know the others are probably not. Marvel Future Revolution is fucking awesome. That's my guess also. Fantasian is a Final Fantasy-like that is on Apple Arcade. Yeah, that's the only one I haven't played of these because I can't, knowingly. All right, best indie. This, this is uh, this is four this is, extremely strong games and one that shouldn't be in here. So starting off, 12 minutes, Death's yep. Door, Inscription, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. Those are some great choices. Oh, no. This I is feel, real hard. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like Kenna does not make the cut. And then those I next I don't think 12 three, minutes doesn't make the cut. Oh, 12 minutes should not be in this list. Yeah, this um, is... I don't know why 12 minutes is even mentioned, frankly, but sure. Death's Door... Got a ton of fanfare. Inscription is still getting a ton of fanfare. And Loop Hero was huge at the beginning of the year. So here's the thing. Do do people vote for something interesting or something that's just like a good all-around video? Death's Door wins just being a good all-around video game that's easily accessible by anybody. Inscription and Loop Hero are infinitely more interesting as video games, but I could see people falling off of them. I feel like the highs in terms of the hype, were higher for Inscription and Loop Hero than Death's Door. Oh, I mean, maybe in your circles, nobody I know knows about Inscription at oh, all. Re- yeah, I'm seeing tons of people in my Twitter talking about how cool Inscription I, is. I feel oh, because you mean in, in games media? Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> I feel like because Inscription's so recent, it's got the biggest chance. My heart goes to shame. Loop Hero, my yeah. gut says Inscription. I also Do saw. I think it was announced. Or your heart. <laughs> I think it was announced early today. Uh, Loop Hero for Switch coming out December 9th, which is the day before I fly up to Canada and start doing some road trips up there. So that's perfect for me. I'm that's, going inscription. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go inscription as well. Why is this not feeling? There we go. One thing to kind of note, I'm, though, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three of those are Devolver Digital, right? Yeah. Yep. Devolver Digital, a publicly Killing trading it. company now. Is mm-hmm. it still indie? Yeah, of course it is. It's it's publicly trading. So? Okay. 
the the genre of games they still deal in are indie, so as a result, it is indie. But well, I, I mean, moments is published like, by I Microsoft. Say, I wouldn't say genre, um, but like it's it's weird. Indie's almost like a like a tone and a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's any sure. company that has not changed the way they act. It's Devolver. There's yeah, people Devolver. out there that would argue anything that's nominated for the VGAs is not indie, and you have to go on itch.io itch.io and play flash games for indie. Sure. I so. mean. They've got a point. They're more right than we are. If you want to go be technical about it, because yeah, something released by one dude in his basement is definitely indie. And you can't deny that. Uh, I chose Death Store as my option. Okay. Because I'm hoping the unwashed masses vote, and instead of people that actually play games and want interesting stuff. All right, best ongoing. What? Is this? Oh, okay. These are similar to the community. Apex, Fa- Final Fantasy, fourteen, Fortnite, Genshin, and Call of Duty Warzone. I think with the expansion coming out for Final Fantasy fourteen, it's gonna yeah. be Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, I, think I it's agree. Fourteen again is yeah. Yeah, I agree. Games for impact. Uh, thought-provoking pro-social message games for anybody who doesn't remember. Uh, Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. I've only played one of these. I heard a lot of good things about Chicory. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning is Chicory. Okay. Yeah, I'll say Chicory. I have not heard of Before Your Eyes. I've never heard of No well, Longer that's, Home. That sounds, and that was the other one I no, haven't, you ha- haven't heard. You have definitely heard of Before Your Eyes because I didn't you choose it as one of the games for TDP Plus one month? It's the one where it like. Oh, the one that falls on You have to webcam. look at it. Oh, you're right. Yes. I yeah. was about to say like the name sounds familiar, but I don't, I have not played it. But I have heard of it. I haven't yet. either. That's, yeah. Um. I, I want to say it's chicory. There's a lot of fanfare around that one. I wouldn't be surprised if Life is Strange took it because this one was really well received. Um, sure. But I I'm just going to put chicory. the one I played because it feels weird to just guess blindly for me. So boyfriend dungeon I choose. Uh, best performance. Oh, my God. I'm going to butcher some names here. Erica Mori as Alex Chen from Life is Strange True Colors. Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo from Far Cry 6. Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn from Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil Village. Oh, I'm going to feel so bad about this. You've been doing Ozioma, so good. Ozioma Akaga as Juliana Blake from Deathloop. I think it's either of the Deathloop people. Yeah, both of the Deathloop performances are really good. They're so good. Um, Yeah, agreed. I'm going to give it to Jason Kelly just because I heard uh, more from him in my time playing it. Okay. But both of them (sighs) are so good. This is tough. Unfortunately, I don't think uh, Erica, I don't think Life is Strange has it. No, I don't. No. Goncarlo might have it based on everyone remembering him from Breaking Bad. Yep, yep. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to... I mean, Maggie Robertson might take it because people be horny. Yeah, it's true. I'm also thinking that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm going to stick with... I'm going to go with Sean on this one. Jason Kelly, Colt. 
I don't necessarily know if he deserves it or not. I'm going to go Giancarlo just because of the name rep- recognition. <laughs> okay. And also, I think he might be like the big reason why a lot of people even bought that game. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. He I was, was hearing because um, it wasn't really like critically received very well. Far Cry 6 sold fantastically. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like in a Ubisoft game. <laughs> that sounds about right. Best audio design. Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. I actually don't really know. I don't feel like the sound design was like amazing in Deathloop compared to the others that I've seen. Yeah, like I'm trying to think back and like nothing's really jumping out at me. The only one that jumps out to me is Returnal, but it's because I played it so recently. Yeah, I haven't played Rift Apart or Returnal, so I'm at a disadvantage. Rift Eternal did good like when you're warping through using like surround sound and like Dolby surround to just kind of tell how far away you are from things or like when you're going through portals. But I don't know if I would really jump on it as the best out of these five see i can't see returnal winning it but it's the only one that jumps i can't see forza winning it because it's mainly the soundtrack and i guess the sound of the vehicles i mean i could see village winning it it has that's the one i just i have no idea so yeah i mean it has horror game sound design a lot of the scary stuff is because of sound right and the acting and everything like that and because it's all first person you can tell they're moving around i'm gonna say village yeah i'm I'm gonna gonna say returnal okay best score and music the artful escape (laughs) cyberpunk 2077 death loop Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and near replicant version 1.22474487139. Guardians Our- is mainly just 80s music, although, yeah. like I said, the uh, Star Lord album is pretty good. Cyberpunk had a similar thing, didn't it? Where it was mostly, there was a bunch of copywritten music and then there was the non copywritten soundtrack side. Yeah, I think it also had like a streamer mode. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving it to the Artful Escape. I like Death Loops a lot. That's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to play it in the first place. But I think Near. I'm going to say Near. Oh wow! Okay, I was not expecting that. My poor boy Near. Nobody remembers you. What are you saying, Paul? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go with Near too. We need to stick together in these times. <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't even played Near, but I know that that soundtrack kind of gets praised. So. Well, I know the the second one or second uh, one gets praised a lot. And I think that might give it some. Yeah, that might give it some hefts and carry there. There's good sound music in the other one, too. So, yes. Best art direction, Artful Escape, Deathloop, Canna Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2 and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Come on, Psychonauts 2. Come on. This is like a category. I'm going to say Psychonauts 2. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement with that for sure. Best narrative. Death Loop, it takes two. Life is strange. Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2. I bet Death Loop takes it. I'm I don't thinking think it, I don't Death think it's Loop. Guardians of the Galaxy as much as I was enjoying it. 
I'm also thinking Deathloop. I almost want to say it might be It Takes Two. That was also in my head. I feel like the gameplay is really the thing that's it's it's doing outstandingly. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll shift. I'll go with Deathloop as well. I kick myself. Okay. It was actually Takes Two. Best game and direction. Then, here we go. I'm gonna pick It Takes Two. So it's Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts Two, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I think I'm going to say Psychonauts. Okay, sure. That's a strong one for sure. I'm going to say probably Deathloop. Here we go, the final. Game of the year. Deathloop, it takes two. Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. I am so shocked that Psychonauts 2 is in this, and I'm very happy for that. I have no idea what they think, what I think they would pick. This is a tough one. This, These are good games. I don't understand why Village is up here. <laughs> okay. It's think, a great game, but you think fuck. Dread should be up here? Yes. Yeah? I think okay. Dread wins this. Dread's your you choice? You think Dread okay. wins this? I don't know. I'm... Mm. I think it might be too hard at some points for some people. There were a lot of complaints about difficulty, and I think that's going to hold it back. I mean, I already put Dread for me, so. I loved Rift Apart, but I don't know if I'd put it in Game of the Year running. I was a little surprised that that was here, but I mean, I kind of see why it was nominated for a bunch of other stuff, so it makes sense. Yeah. I don't think Psychonauts 2 is a terrible guess here, honestly. It, it was I just, different enough. I would be shocked. I just don't see I, it happening. I, I don't think it appeals to enough people. Yeah, as as interesting as it is, I don't think it appeals enough. Well, I don't think I it don't, takes two is either isn't is it either. So I think in my mind, it's either Dread or Deathloop. I could see Deathloop taking see, it. See, I was going to yeah. say Deathloop or Ratchet. I just feel like a lot of like family friendly games usually don't take it, though. Is that true? Historically, family friendly games don't usually. I mean, was it Breath of the Wild took it? And that might be the most family friendly that's won but, it. But yeah, but that's what that's almost like a, an outstanding one because that game is so spectacular, right? I mean, obviously, some people think so if they voted for it. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily think Resident Evil couldn't be this, but I am in a weird section of people that maybe expected more from it. As much as I wanted to be Dread, my gut says it's probably Deathloop. But if Dread takes it, I'll be very happy. Okay. I'll I'm, put you I'm down saying Deathloop. Deathloop. Yeah. I think that's a good guess, honestly. Yeah, I think I would love it to be Psychonauts. I would love to see Psychonauts get take it, but I, every time I th- I want to pick it, it's like there's just no way. I think Death yeah, I know, it. right? There's a block in your mind that's like, no, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Deathloop. 
All right. Okay. Uh, that'll be news. We'll again uh, for those who are watching the Game Awards. That's December 9th. So we'll come back and see how we all did. That's news. Uh, we'll save questions for next week because this is a long episode. Um, yeah. Some things to keep. Oh, so what's your guys' game of the week? Oh my god, I have a lot to pick from. Uh, mine's Halo. <laughs> Forza. Oh, it feels bad saying Final Fantasy VII First Soldier, but I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> um, the new poll or December's uh, TDP Plus poll is live, so go uh, vote on that right now. And if you are a TBP listener, get excited for Monday when our next episode about Ghostbusters drops. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, we'll see you guys uh, next week for a for a post Thanksgiving episode later. See ya. Bye, everybody. <laughs>